The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Wow. Shout out to Pino and Black, this music lover, Twan Burgundy, Silent Ace Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm being represented for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech. The revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. What is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. And yeah, so this is going to be at the beginning of the episode, but there's a whole conversation that happened before this that will then play after I finish this intro and the episode will continue. So shout out to everybody who is listening to the podcast right now. Hopefully it is Thursday morning and you're listening to this. Sorry about the show last week. I literally could not open one of my eyes last week without like, I feel like I, I feel like that's what a concussion is like. Light hits it and you immediately feel nothing but pain in your head. Ooh. That's what was happening with me last week. I like could not open my eyes in front of a television in a lit area. It just, my eyes were tired and I needed to go to sleep. So I had to do that. And I, I couldn't, I definitely couldn't do the podcast looking at two monitors <laughs> trying to record these episodes and whatnot. But that's what happened. So that's why you didn't get a show. But luckily you're going to get. Some more stuff this week. We're doing some reviews and whatnot. So be looking for an, a review for Offset's album. Look at all my kids on this cover and a review of Two Chains' album, Mama. I made it again. I made it again. Those reviews are gonna be up. So let us know what you think when you get to those. But the reason I'm doing this intro for real is that I need to let everybody know since we didn't have a show last week, we didn't get to push this. The tickets for the live event in DC. So for y'all, for y'all that don't know or haven't been listening, maybe you're just catching up. We are doing a Avengers Endgame private screening, black-ass Marvel screening, April 27th in the D.C. area. So if you're in the DMV area, if you're on the East Coast, and you don't mind making a trip, you can come to a private screening. We rented the theater. We got all the seats. We're moving tickets. And basically, yeah, we're going to just sit for three hours and supposedly three minutes. And we are going to watch Endgame together. It is going to be a black ass Marvel experience. But after that, literally one block away, we're going to go to a venue. Uh, we booked a space there and we're doing a live show. The live show, the, the screening starts at noon. So it's from noon to three. And then the live show starts at 430. Here's the thing. When we originally booked the space for the live show, we only had enough room for maybe half the people in the theater because we're getting a hookup on the space. So we had tickets. We have tickets that we were selling with live show and without access. Well, I think some people, a lot of people couldn't get into the live show because they brought tickets after other people who did get live show tickets. So me and Chris talked about it and we decided we're going to do two live shows back to back so there's going to be a live show from 4 30 to 5 45 and then there's going to be another live show from 6 15 to 7 30 so if you buy tickets 
to the screening, they're 15 bucks. If you buy tickets to come watch Avengers Endgame with us in DC, then you are automatically RSVP'd for the one of the live shows. If you are going to the first live show, you already know that. You brought tickets specifically saying that you were with live show. If you did not get into the first live show, you brought tickets after it was sold out. You are going to the second show. And anybody who buys tickets from this point is going to the second show. So basically, we're doing two live podcasts. We're going to talk about in game. We're going to wipe your tears. And then we're going to just enjoy and we're going to do some other shit. We're going to shoot the shit with the people there in the room. The space is really nice. Um, we're working on trying to get snacks so people, you know, because I know people like to eat and cry. So we're going to you're going to provide y'all with something that, you know, you can maybe eat something to help soak up the tears. But you'll be able to cry on a shoulder of a companion or a podcast friend because we'll all be in the same place. So come hang out with us April 27th for Avengers Endgame screening event and the after live show to discuss the film. And some other stuff. I don't know, man. We might talk about, I don't know. We might talk about Little if everybody sees it because that's coming out this month. I just saw that tonight. It is funny. Um, Issa Rae is a godsend. Marseille Martin is a godsend, a talented young lady. Well, we might have a, we might have a us debate because it seems like some people (laughs) didn't understand what was going on with us and need a breakdown. And I'm telling you, y'all, I could do this. I've been studying this film since I've seen it twice, I've been going through all of this shit, reading everything I can. I can break this fucking film down for you. If you feel like it's a plot hole or it doesn't make sense, you're just wrong and you miss shit that's in the film. Trust me. I know I've seen it twice. I can break the shit down. But we might do that. We have some like games that we wanted to do, some interactive type card game shit that you heard in the last episode when I played. We might do that. So essentially... Just come fucking hang out with us at the live show. It's 15 bucks. It's a live show. It's a screening and a live show for 15 fucking dollars. I'm sorry. I don't know who else is doing that. That's pretty fucking cheap. So you can come. You get to watch a Marvel film. And then we all get to talk about it with like folk. Persons of color discussing Marvel all together in a nice space. Just chilling and enjoying and snacking and wiping tears. That shit. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's fucking fun. And it's in the DC area. It's in a nice area in DC. It's right on the cusp of the, it's right on the Chevy Chase line in DC. The theater is a block away from the space. Y'all, we basically get to march together. No. We get, <laughs> we get, we get to act like we marching for some shit. <laughs> and then we get to go into a corporate building like we millionaires, like we on Wall Street. And then we get to go upstairs and party. So, yeah. To come hang out with us. If you want to buy tickets, I know everybody's like, where do I get them from, nigga? If you want to get tickets, they're at endgame.mtrnetwork.net. Endgame.mtrnetwork.net. Granted, there are not a lot of tickets left, but there are some left. So go ahead and cop some and come hang out with us. We're in the D.C. area, Virginia, Maryland. If you're in North Carolina, if you're in New York, we got some people coming from New York. If you're in Pennsylvania, if you're in Philly, you're only like two hours away. If that, if you speed, it's more like 90 minutes. You can come hang with us. If you're in Delaware, you ain't got shit to do, nigga. So come on and do some shit. Because once you come here, you're going to want to go back to Delaware. You can be like, can I stay? And we can be like, I'm sorry, nigga. You got to go back to Delaware. The armpit of America. 
along with Rhode Island. And <laughs> we got people coming from Atlanta. We got at least three people coming from Atlanta. Including me. Yes, including Deidre. So there's no excuse. Plus, it's, you know, me, Twan, and Deidre will be hosting this shit. It's going to be, be so much fun. It doesn't, like, it's it's going to be a big group thing for everybody anyway. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of them are from this area, there are some people coming. From, like Joy is coming, so it, it, mm-hmm. it, it there are people coming from other places to come just hang. Like Joy asked, because she come to both shows, and I was like, "Yes, ma'am, if you want to just stay and not get up and leave, you can." I'll be like, um, first of all, you're famous, right? <laughs> right. You have. So <laughs> why are you asking these questions? But okay, <laughs> but we can we can do whatever we want. I I talked to Mary. Um. The setup will be a couch, chair type, small table situation. Microphones on the table. Um, uh, there's an accented wall behind us with pictures and stuff on it. If we want to put something on the wall behind us, we can. If we don't, we don't have to. The room is on like the sixth floor of an office building, so like it's windows. It looks out over the um downtown D. Well, the it looks out over the Chevy Chase Maryland D.C. area, which is all business district mall and whatnot mm-hmm. so it's got nice views and shit we have two options we can do it in the front room we can do it in the back room i prefer the back room because it has the couch and the chair and the accent wall the front room has a tv mounted near an area where we could put uh maybe a chair and stuff and do it but i and it has a bunch of windows so if it's a pretty day outside it would shine in but i prefer to do it in the back room because i think mm-hmm. the back room works better um for closing off everything we're trying to work on food Liquor is slowly going like to the wayside because the only thing I'm worried, what I'm really worried about with liquor is who could pour it. Cause you have to have somebody pouring it. You can't, I don't trust these niggas enough to let them pour it themselves. Oh, self pour? Right. Hell no. <laughs> right. So I don't know these niggas like that and they're not bringing it in with a bottle and shit. Like, yeah, I know. So you could, you yeah, could, well, I might be a certified beer server. Look at you. But you can be working. April, yeah, but you but can't do it because you can be on the couch. That's not liquor. You'll be on the couch though, so you can't do that. <laughs> so it, it's I sound like, oh, you'll be on the casting couch. The only thing we need to work on is what we want to do because we need to cover an hour and fifteen minutes, which we could do with conversation, but I want to make it more interactive how we do it, since we'll be talking directly to people and they'll be in very close proximity. Okay. So like, there's no stage or anything, like I said, couch, chair, table, and then line up I mean, the chairs in front of us. We're gonna do like a straight just recap. We can, we can, it does. We can do whatever. We can do whatever. We can I, talk I, I about. Feel like we gonna, I feel like I feel like there's gonna be some feels. Yeah. Not, what else? Oh, I'm Absolutely. gonna be, listen. I already said I'm gonna be where's here. My four Brian, acres? So. Where's my four acres? Where's my four acres? Uh, Avengers Memorial <laughs> service. <laughs> we can I'm do a, all of that. I'm a memorial. <laughs> so it, we just need like brainstorm. <laughs> Like, like if we want to try to do the game shit while we're there as an intro, maybe, and then jump into the end game, we could try that. But just come up with some ideas. I think we need to do the two reviews that we're doing this week, right? So they're straight. And then I figured we do, if Deidre would go see the damn movie, a uh, spoiler review of Us. This Us? Yes. I wish you would really go see this so we could do a spoiler review. Yeah, I'm, no, 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 I'm about to go I'm, see it. I'm, I'm about to go see it for the second time, probably this weekend. I saw it the second time Sunday with Ash. I'll probably, I'll probably see it this weekend. Just go I see look, it this weekend. I'm, you want I'm me going to buy your ticket? 
It's so much. You want me to buy your ticket? I'll buy your ticket. Just go see it this weekend, please. Because we need to talk about it. Go see the movie. Did you go see the movie? We really need to talk about it. Did you go see the movie? You know, I'm scary. Did you go see the movie? Did you go see it? I saw, like, that love, death, and robots. They had that seeker of souls, and yeah, it was a little high. But um, that shit, I was like, fuck the what am I watching? (laughs) So the whole time, I had the uh, I had my blanket over my face because I was like I wasn't I wasn't signing up to this. Just go see the movie. (laughs) I want it. I'm going to. It's not. not, It's absolutely. It's just mentally, I have to get myself. It's absolutely not as scary. As you it's think, not. it's more. It's, it's more. It's more. It's more. Okay, no, no. It's more of a of a suspense. Yeah, type, suspense type of thriller type of movie. Yes, like it's gonna have you on edge, but it's not. It ain't gonna be. Look, it ain't gonna be nothing. You are gonna have to hold a crucifix. Ain't gonna be. No, it's not like, that. No. I mean, it's still Jordan Peele, John. So take like take Get Out and add more crazy people. Just add, add more of a thriller add, element. Just to add some it, crazies like, to it. Get out was mostly suspense. Cause that was people's biggest that was a lot of people's biggest complaints was that it wasn't scary enough for them. And I'm like, but it's a thriller. It's not it's he's saying yeah. it's a horror film, but it's really a suspense thriller. <laughs> it's an it's an invasion film. Like it's a home invasion movie that turns into a thriller. It's not it literally is MJ's thriller yeah, too. Like, like, like I think people <laughs> People forget that there's so many genres in horror. Yeah. So like when when I talk to somebody about a horror movie, I like no, this is the genre. Like if you like slasher stuff, if you like that's this. like more of the gore stuff. If you like, there's different genres in there because you're gonna get different things. Yeah, this ain't Baba like, Duke. Like Baba Duke is complete. It's a horror film that is absolutely who? a scare you. The Baba Duke on Netflix. That is absolutely a scary oh, horror I don't know film. What that is. No, I think Netflix knew. Not even put that on my. You know shape. what's funny? That's one of the films. That's one of the films that Jordan Peele told Lapita to watch to prepare her to do us, the Babadook. And you know what's funny? I thought the Babadook, I loved it. Like, people really loved the Babadook, and I really loved it because it had a real slow pace to it. Well, it had, a, like, it had an actual, like, deep story, but, like, the, some yeah. deep, real, like, some real, this is what, this is how people deal with trauma metaphor in it. Yeah. And it, it expressed it through horror. Like, Wait, is it, like, that, that one's really scary? It can get scary, yes. It can. Nope. It can, it can get what the fuck is this thing that's what is this entity that is haunting us that is disturbingly coming not. out? No, no, no. But like, because I always have to figure out what people call scary. Because some people like so many horror movies have gone to being like trying to do easy jump scares. Mm-hmm. You know, have you know that I can't gauge if it's scary for me. What's scary is when when a movie uses like sound well. Yeah, that like, can fuck you up. There was there was parts of like i remember those are parts of the quiet place that were terrifying yeah because it was so quiet yeah because you couldn't hear like you when 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 you sit there and you have somebody uh you remember that uh, the scene in us when lupita's walking up the hallway and the, all the sound dropped out yeah and all you heard was her walking like for me that's terrifying because like you're in it now you're with the person like you're like oh shit what is around the corner like but other movies will make shit pop out then and stuff like that. You don't have to have all that stuff. It's just that tension and uneasiness of being like, what the flip is about to happen. I don't know what's about to happen. See, mine's is uh like I, I can do like um I could do like like the Christian scary stuff, she's possessed, it's the devil person, da da da. I can do all of that. What the stuff that gets me 
one is anything that has any type of torture in it. it i'm just like oh my god i can't or like or like what's that what's that noise like just sitting and waiting type shit that shit irks me but the stuff that i love to watch that also scares the shit out of me is anything like related to i guess like i don't want to say like gothic but more like uh tales based in reality so like a like north american god tales or like ritual like the like the sh- the movie the ritual on netflix where they're where they're talking about entities and beings that could live in the in the forest or were spirits that were worshipped anything that yeah, was a spirit yeah, from like american no. gods like that stuff and then they the way the creatures look and shit like i love it like i read the i listened to the fuck out of pet cemetery so i could be prepared for this movie again at the same time i was fucking horrified by like the backstory and what the fuck this actual entity is that's controlling this universe the same thing with like it when it's something that you don't understand why it's doing what it's doing but you understand that it has a method to what it's doing that shit freaks me out y'all can have all that yeah i eat, I eat I the shit up out of that I, and then i'll be like don't do anything crazy. with spirits none of that stuff i can go to fuck home if i want to see some spirits <laughs> hell no nope yeah that ghost shit does freak me out though like i'll be thinking about this sometimes what if a ghost just popped up in front of me? i'll be like uh I nigga. Me, like i get that they're every like I, I like i get like i said I, it's home like all of this is like a, the spirit stuff that's home like like it's very superstitious at home you know because there's just so many spirits and there's so many you know things in charleston <laughs> So I, you know, I, I get it. Like, I know it's there, you know, I've, I've seen spirits before, like not in like a full face, like they're in my face, but you know, like something's not right. I mean, my uncle can see ghosts. Like he's been seeing them since he's been little. Like he's so unbothered by them. I, it's, I, I know it's there, but I've also seen like what bad spirits have done to people at home like we have commercials. If you have stuff on you, if you feel like you got cursed, you think somebody put a hex on you, call me today. Like you can hear that on the radio or you can see a commercial on TV. Like it's like nothing. Like that's how prominent that it, it's, it's there in Charleston all the time. But I do not want to see that shit on TV. Like <laughs> I'm not, uh, absolutely. and then especially if it's something evil, nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, that shit definitely. Like I remember that one time I got what's the little movie Insidious? Yes, I love it. I got tricked to watching that because somebody told me, "Oh, it's not that bad," and I was like, "Fuck I love the first Insidious. you <laughs> for all of this shit!" Like I, the whole time, I had the jacket over my face. Oh, and creepy kids, like, creepy kids. Like, and I, I like dolls. Don't don't do shit for me when people are like, "Oh, I'm scared of Chucky." That doesn't do shit to me. I kick the shit out of doll. But creepy fucking kids, dog, like that shit freaks me out. So like the trailers for the new Pet Cemetery is nothing but kids doing creepy shit. And I'm mm. like, I want to go see it. But that shit looks fucking scary. Like orgasmically scary. Mm. Like, Nigga, I tell all my kids in the school, like if you if I come down the hallway, your ass looking twisted, I'm going to kick you. Like I kick demon kids. Like I don't care who you are. So you know, like that lady. 
If you see a little white girl, no, I saw when they did a prank all over. I saw that way they just had they set up a person in the hallway, said a little girl in the hallway with the hair over her head. She had an old dress on. So people just turned the corner and they saw her and, they, and everybody was like, no, fuck this. And turned the corner and ran out the other way. Nobody would nobody would see the girl was okay. Nope. <laughs> they were like, oh, hey baby, are you all right? Like, no, that's a demon. I'm out. Not doing that shit, dog. You can keep that. I be like, thinking about that shit. If she, she wanted to do a prank on me, that's all she had to do. Like she could just have my kids do some weird stuff and they would no longer be my kids. And I would be like, I got to kill them and I'm gonna never look at them right again. Yeah, that is uh mm-hmm. see. So you not like that lady from uh Game of Thrones when they were what was that hard home when she was beating um all those people and then she saw them demon kids and she was like, Fuck it. See, yeah, yeah dog. <laughs> and she got eaten up and then she turned into a white walker. <laughs> No, any type, any type of kid, like, if a kid just stares at me too long, I'm like, you need to blink. You need to do something. Because <laughs> I'm starting to think you possessed. I'm going to start, I'm going to start paying. I still ain't watch no Children of the Corn. Like, I, bruh, I ain't that's, watch the movies. And that's, no, that is on my list. Bruh, that is on my list. Because I'm like, no, that I is the only kid, corn. that is the no. only film from my childhood that I refused to <laughs> fucking watch. <laughs> I watched it every creepy. other scary ass movie. Oh. But Children of the Corn would come on and I'll be like, I'm not fucking with them white kids and the fucking crops. I'm turning <laughs> no. the channel. Nah, fucking no, with that look, shit. I grew up in the country, man. I know how scary it is to be lost in cornfield. Nigga. Like, that's just terrifying. Then we're going to put some kids in there? No. Nah. Look, properly mm-hmm. dressed white kids, too, all the same color? Nope. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, y'all get on. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, y'all, y'all too young for a cult. Mm-mm. No. Wait, wait, where your mama at? <laughs> where your mama at? <laughs> I doing it. Why y'all out here by yourselves? <laughs> and what's crazy is, it's, it, I, like, it's Stephen King has to be, like, my favorite author at this point. What's cool with him is if you've seen his other shit, he connects he his all of his stuff exists in the same universe, kinda. So you'll be reading one crazy ass book and he'll mention some shit that happened down the street. That's another crazy ass book. And I'm like, are these spirits like working together to kill all of these call all these white people? Like what what is going on? What is up with this man? This man is dark. Like what the fuck, bruh? All this symbolism. And this crazy ass metaphor shit. And it probably came because he watched like a National Geographic episode about gods and signs. And now you're writing all this demonic shit. Doesn't his son do the same stuff? I probably. That I read. I think I read somewhere like his son um, does, this, you know, same scary work too. Like in Pet Cemetery, they mentioned Cujo. He's like, there was a dog that went crazy a couple of years back. I'm like, that's fucking Cujo. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I'm about, I got the, so the old Pet Cemetery is on, the original is on, um. Where? Hulu. Is it? Yeah. Yes. I think, it, I think it's staying on to the, it might be staying on to the end of this month. I'm I watching it. I got watching it saved. It. I'm fucking I'm watching this, I'm watching watching this weekend. Nigga, we need to review it. I'm watching this shit. We as y'all too, right? Wait, are you going to see the new one next week? Yeah, man. Nigga, okay, we need to do a fucking. I don't know. It's creepy in that junk. Look, yes. Look, look, look. So, I don't know. Okay, y- as long as y'all know it's y'all too. Oh, no, me. we good. We understood that <laughs> when this conversation started. You know, look, all right, you you remember the. Uh, the uh, What was it? What? What was that home invasion movie where they wore the mask, the little sheep mask and shit like that? Oh, my shit. You're talking about um not. um Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're next. Talking about you yeah, next. you're next. I own it. So, I love it. Uh, it's amazing. Listen, listen. So now, <laughs> I, y'all don't watch wrestling, right? 
No. So they got this dude on wrestling called Bray Wyatt, right? He came out with these, like, he came out with these, like his group that was from like the backwoods and their gimmick was they used to wear those masks. So what happened is the TV, well, right before they came out, the TV would look like it would glitch out, right? The TV would glitch out, the arena would go black. And then when, it, when the lights came back on, they're just standing in the ring. They didn't walk up, they didn't do anything. It was the greatest and most terrifying thing that I did ever. But what they did was even more terrifying because they were trying to have a thing with John Cena. John Cena loves working with kids. They did that. And when the thing came up there, the ring was surrounded by about, about 60 kids all wearing those masks, rocking back and forth, singing he got the whole world in his hands. Yes. <laughs> the darkness. creepiest, most terrifying thing I saw. And I was like, I don't know who came up with this, but this shit is great. And when I saw the Pet Cemetery junk and them little kids playing that little old ass drum, walking through the woods with masks on, like they ain't got no damn parents. I was like, nah, man. What's this crazy? Is, what's this crazy ain't right. is I, <laughs> I watched I watched the extended. I, I finally watched one trailer for it because I'm I'm seeing it next Tuesday, and I finally watched one trailer. And this is after I didn't watch the trailer until after I finished the book. So I was like, let me finish the book. Which yo, if you want to read, like it the the book is short and it's fucking amazing as far as like how just dark and twisted it is but it's a slow grind of dark and twisted so it's fucking perfect and i finished the book and i'm like okay let me watch this trailer so i watched the trailer and i'm like okay that's not in the book that's not in the book they're taking some liberties with this that i kind of like like they're taking things that might have been hinted at and mentioned in the book and giving them actual imagery and visuals that were not main focus points but what I got from the trailer, which in the, if you've seen the original Pet Cemetery, you should remember like who dies and gets buried and comes back. In the trailer for the new one, they seem to have switched some things up. Because I haven't watched the original Pet Cemetery. I know. So you've it. never seen the original one? Nah. That's hilarious because the kid who's in that is was a prominent actor on television for like he was on Full House. So that's why that's why I knew who he was. Like well, the, little, the little uh, white boy. Yes, sir. He's in Pessimitary, the original one. Yeah, you need to watch it, dog. Like I'm not gonna say you need to you need to watch the original Pet Cemetery. That kid can act. That's all I gotta say. That nah, kid yeah, can act. Yeah, because like they uh what was it? That is what kind of happened. Cause even people who said like who reviewed it, and because you know, some people were mad because they were like they felt like the trailer like said a lot. It does. And the, the people, but it, but people who reviewed it was like, nah, man, there's still a lot more. <laughs> but I, but like, I know it is. I know it is because I was but watching. Also, like I wasn't that worried about it because I'm like, this is. I'd be a little bit more mad if it was like a new movie that never came out, like Pet Cemetery. But like a lot of people already know the story, so it's not like you're just sitting there. It's a very Deidre, Deidre doesn't know. It's a very straightforward story. It's not a complex. It's nothing like it. It's not, no. it's not like it or Tommy Knockers or Lord The Shining. It's nothing like that. It's not even. It's not even as complicated as like the Miss or Langoliers. Pet Cemetery is a very straightforward story. There's a pet cemetery and there's some shit you're not supposed to do, and some people decide to do it and it fucks shit up. That's pretty much the story. What what I think they're that they're gonna feature more in the new film is that throughout the book, there are moments where the characters don't know what's real and what isn't real. And these things beyond the whatever are creating these illusions and fucking with them. 
And that wasn't that wasn't in that was in the first film a little bit, but I could tell from the trailer that they more get into the Native American Micmac shit that's talked about throughout the book. And that shit is the scariest stuff in the book. That's the shit that's scary as fuck. And I hope that they do more with what they're saying this whatever this shit is that's going on. I hope they really show in the film how it manifests itself and what makes it creepy as shit. Because the first film doesn't really do that. The first film kind of, kind of, it takes the the basic idea of it and it made a film and it's a fine film. But if they had actually been able to do in full with the darkness mm-hmm. that Stephen King does in the actual book with characters. Jesus fucking Christ. Like it it is really, really fucking dark. Like the whole the whole um not the epilogue, but the prelude to it is basically Stephen King saying, This is a book that I wrote based on some actual shit that happened to me. And um he was like, I can't even say what it is that actually happened and happened to him because it'll spoil it if you haven't seen it. He was like, this is based on some shit that, ha- that actually happened to me. And I kind of thought what would happen if so-and-so had happened. And like he he wrote it and then he stuck it in a drawer. And he was like, I'm not publishing this shit because it's too fucking dark. And But he needed to like get out. of. He needed to turn in a book. And his wife was like, you should just go ahead and turn it in. She said, it's really, she was like, it's a really fucked up book, but it's also really good you should turn it in. And he said to this day, it's still like the, the book that scares the shit out of him that he's written. Is the pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. Like the, he said, he said, yeah. absolutely. The shining is horrific as fuck and scary as hell. But he was basically like also up there is pet cemetery because of all of the thing, all of the, the, the things that he plays with in it. Mm. Yeah. So it, it is it is fucking dope. I can't wait oh to watch God. this movie next week. Um I think I'm the crazy. only book I've ever read by him, and this was like high school was Carrie. Yeah. Carrie isn't Carrie's I can't do crazy ass mothers either. Like that when white women go crazy horror films, that shit freaks <laughs> me out. Cause they always look like skeletons and demonic mm-hmm. and like contorting limbs that contort and shit. They just uh like I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? Why are you turning into a spider? With, oh, I'd be like, oh, look at this psych patient. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't. I see that all the time. Look at the psych patient. How um, did he get up there? Like, how do you contort to get up in the uh, ceiling? Yeah, it's gonna be a lounge-like experience. We got couches and chairs, and trying like to get family y- reunion. Trying to get y'all some comfortable chairs. This is brightly lit. We in a white people space. This is great. <laughs> white people. Y'all, space. My, y'all niggas might need to wear ties. Even the women, y'all might need to wear some ties. Is this little area that uppity? So somebody asked me if it was somebody that's coming, a fan that brought tickets asked me if it was safe. And I said, bruh, it's 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 Jewish DC. It's very safe. Oh really? And then he asked me, Well, you think I could get a hotel room there? And I was like, Good luck, nigga. Oh yeah, that shit is high. Cause I when when I um was looking at hotels 
And I was like, well, there are some, like maybe like two or three hotels in that area. Maybe I'll just, you know, get a hotel there and, you know, I'll be closer to the event. Ha! Not with Deidre's budget. I was like, nope. Nah, it's bad when like that area was higher than the RL <laughs> downtown. Oh, because the area of the RL is in uh, North Farragut area. So that is a business district. But this is not just a business district. It is also where a lot of just old money is. And you mm. see it driving through there. You see that they have not really built any new there's no new home development all of it's built up and it's mm -hmm. been there for a long time you start seeing homes with like u driveways and iron gates you know what i'm saying it's a lot of money old, old money yeah, that's like old white money in this area so like i see literally i see two old white people they had to be in their 80s like walking their two grandchildren to the park. And it might not even been, that probably was their great, great grandchildren. Cause they were old <laughs> enough to have generations <laughs> and they were walking them to the park. And I was like, this has to be the safest area for old white people to walk. <laughs> Cause there's nothing yeah, out here, but old wow. white people. That's how you know it's money. When all the old white people gather together. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. Cause you can't base it off of just, you know, white people running because they'll run in the hood. Like I see it all the time. DJ. Like when that when I be seeing light jogs and I'm like, wait, do you not understand this is like Bankhead? Okay, sure. But like uh Roswell, Georgia, which is like a pretty much like a suburb of Atlanta. It's out uh, it's outside the perimeter near Sandy Springs. Um that's what Roswell, Georgia is, like old money. Like same thing like you said they may have a couple of things, quote unquote, like updated, built wise, business wise, like, you know, restaurants and stuff. But as far as for the houses, the houses are old, but it's like, like you said, like the iron gates, you got to drive like literally a mile before you get to the house because there's all this land in the front, like because they've been there forever. See, they don't even have that. They don't have the land. They don't have houses built like land. They still have houses built kind of on top of each other. But I'll tell you this, if you get near DC, if you get within walking distance of DC and you have homes that actually don't connect and have driveways, just assume those homes start at a million dollars for you to have your own driveway in DC. Your home is now worth a million dollars. Wow. Because where, where there's nowhere to for you parking on the street. If you don't, Mm -hmm. right these homes got the stairs because of the way the land is shaped they got stairs that go up so like i don't know how to describe it you ever been like walking through an area and it's like a stone wall and it's like a house up on a hill on that goes uh -huh. yeah that's what this area is like for a lot of the homes and most of the homes are brick or like stone Ooh. they're old brick or stone that means they good solid. They houses. got money. Ooh. They got no, They got fucking money in this area. Mm -hmm. You can see it everywhere. It's money. They have a mall, nigga. They have a mall that should not even be considered a mall because there's only rich people shit in it. There's only like <laughs> sacks and like Fips. Yes, and it's 
that and okay. it's it like those malls are making mad. You walk in, you like, I don't belong here. Twan, That's there is not a food court. Like Lennox is not like that. Like you know how everybody be like, oh Atlanta, we gotta go to Lennox, blah blah blah. And I mean Lennox got like rich stores, but Lennox also has the gap. Like you know what I'm saying? Nah. But Phipps ain't got none of that shit. Phipps has all these stuff that I don't want to touch because I can't afford nothing. I can't afford this glass. I can't afford this mirror. I can't afford this sample. <laughs> I like, can't afford I'm this scuff, going... this towel that I'm right. walking like, on. Yeah, I'm you gotta be safe. Like, I'm not getting shamed. Why do I need to go in this place? I can't afford anything. Like, and they know I can't afford it. They, they know. know. They look at me. They know they look at me. They know shit. I can't afford this. They don't. They don't even have. They don't even have a food court in this mall. That's how much they don't want your poor ass up in there. They don't even want you to come in there to eat. Don't even come in here to eat, nigga. They got you going to the movie theater. They got an elevator to go straight from the parking garage up to the Ooh, movie theater. Oh, that's fit. <laughs> straight to the. You don't gotta go. Don't even come in the mall. Wow. Carry yourself out on the outskirts to go to the movie theater. Don't even come in the mall. Like, that's don't hilarious. bring your broke ass down the escalators. <laughs> That that's is that, honey. Oh, that's so. Don't you taint our money with your coins? <laughs> you take that fucking elevator and you valet your parking and you go right to the garage, nigga. From the movie yep. to the parking, don't even come through the mall. Oh, that is Phipps. I don't even. I couldn't tell you the last. Well, I don't do malls like that anyway. But uh, Phipps, especially. I think the last time I actually went into Phipps. And it was like one of those, like, oh, I haven't been here in a while. Let me go. And I think it was like maybe a year or two after I moved here, I was like, oh, they got this candy shop, right? And it had like this toffee. And I was like, I want, I'm, I'm going to go there and get this toffee. So I went, parked, walked in, and immediately I was like, oh, I don't need to be here. This is all yeah. way more money than I need to be. And this, I didn't even walk to the store yet. It's just walking in it. And I was like, this is not my cup of tea. And I went to the candy shop and I was like, oh, you mean it's $6 a pound mm-hmm. for toffee? Mm-hmm. Sit up. Mm-hmm. Regular ass up. Bye. <laughs> that isn't toffee. That's toffee. All right. This is toffee. This is, I'm, like, I'm like, is this imported? Like, I'm not understanding why this costs so much. It's from Toffee Land. That, that was the first and the last time. And like I said, even through, walking through it, like I said, there's, there's a... um movie theater you can take uh another interest to get to the movie theater so you don't have to even be in the mall there's a lego land that i heard is like ridiculously expensive if you got kids like it's just there's no need for me to be in that mall i can't afford anything if they had a dollar tree their equivalent of a dollar tree would be like a hundred dollar tree Oh, this is nope. cheap. This is a cheap toothpaste. It's only $114 for a <laughs> tube of toothpaste. And look, it has 3D whitening. <laughs> no, just, you walk in this mall and the air changes to just, you shouldn't be here. Like, I feel haunted when I'm walking through. I feel like the souls of all the poor people who died in that mall to make it so rich are following you as you walk through it. So, yeah, take the elevator straight from the parking garage all the way up. To the, the movie. Third, to the movie theater, you get yeah. you come, you get off right at the concession stand. Literally, you step out the elevator and the when concession you, when stand. When you go to there. a place and you look at a price tag, and you literally like, I don't know, if this is the price tag or the barcode. Skew, this is skew, right? <laughs> it's not the skew. That's me. Oh god. Like, like, like I'd be loving because you know how people be like, you know, uh, 
It's not just I, I can't remember what clothing store I went to, but I, that's when I realized that like people like Bill Gates and shit like that, even though they look boring as fuck when they dress, their outfit costs three thousand dollars because they got the the finest of cashmere sh- silks in that uh in that polo. <laughs> but it's not even no, that nice, Twan. Like no, people flipped out. Like people fi- people flipped out when Kanye wanted to sell white t-shirts for a hundred dollars. Niggas was like, "This is ridiculous." But look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates wears a plaid button-up shirt tucked Dog. in to some khaki boat shorts. That shit costs a thousand dollars. You'd be like, "Oh, this boats. is a real nice polo." It'd be like four hundred dollars. Like, like, what huh? the fuck? What, what is different about this polo? What the fuck? It's still polo, right? It would, why does is this different cotton? Like, is this a new strain? Hey, why, why does is this, this so expensive? Why does this Isaiah shirt have a golden unicorn on it? Oh, because it's. <laughs> Cause it's seven hundred fifty dollars to pop my collar in this. Oh, okay, nah. You know, I saw uh, um, in Nordstrom's at, at Lenox Mall, they had a what was it like a blazer, like a men's blazer, black one, and it all it was was a regular black blazer, and it had safety pins, just silver, flimsy ass safety pins that went up and down the collar. And when I looked at the price tag and I said, oh, this is $1,500. Let me take my poor ass out of here. Like that is, that's all it had was a blazer and safety pins. $1,500. Oh, bro. Make you, make it, make you want to go. I went to, I went to one of the places like I'm going to buy something nice for my girl. And I walked in and I saw the price. I said, I'm going to buy something else. I don't even want to walk. I don't even want to breathe your air because me and my klutzy self, I'm gonna if I knock something over, I can't afford it. <laughs> if I knock your, if I even knock the the person who rings up your stuff drink, I can't afford that yeah. either. So no, ever, I don't need to be in there. If you ever don't think you belong somewhere, like you walk in a place, you're like, I'm not sure if I belong here. Go find like the small ass trinkets and shit like that. If you can't afford those. <laughs> Couple three hundred dollars. Like goddamn, that goddamn tie clip, two thousand. Like what? If you can't afford the socks, just go ahead and leave. No, so I was. I looked at this thing. Like I kept hearing this thing about these these type of socks, right? So I was gonna go look at it. And they were like, All right, you get three for ninety nine dollars. I'm like, first day, that's too much. I, for ninety nine dollars or nine ninety nine dollars. Dog, dog, three for nine 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 is too much for me. I'd be like, hold up, but I can get. I mean, 10. but them is kind of Walmarty prices. Like them is Tar J socks. No, three so. for three for three for ninety nine like dollars. No, I was like these ones. I was those like those happy what? socks. No, it's three. It was like those uh Bombas socks I've been hearing about the other day. I'm like, no. Nah. First of all, they socks. Like I feel like white people's interpretation of what socks should feel like is completely different from mine. Because when I look at those sites and they're like. Get one pair of socks is twenty five dollars, but you'll never want to take them off. I'm like, but I'm gonna have to take them off because I can't wear them after the first day because they're gonna be fucking funky, and I'm not walking around here with no funky ass wool socks that make white yeah. people happy in commercials. Like that's now disgusting. a good pair of socks. Like they got a good elastic in them that don't wear out. They're they're very nice. They not. But you got about at least seven hundred dollars or more nice. But you need at least five <laughs> yeah. pair. Like you need at least. There's a reason that socks come in six packs. You need at least five pairs of socks. You can't be like, right. I paid so, twenty five dollars for two socks. <laughs> I fully understand why this stuff is there because there's like we don't understand. There's a whole level of money out there where a couple hundred dollars is nothing to them. Right, it's like us paying ten or twenty. You know what I mean? Right. So like I fully understand it because if I had the money, 
I might be here like, yeah, y'all, I'm flossing in this. This is cashmere from this one goat in the mountains. <laughs> Himalayan Sherpas be, be made these socks. You know what I mean? Because I can. But like right now, my broke ass, like, nah. You know what I discovered this weekend? I should have been getting my fucking belts from Walmart. I did, I've been getting my belts from like casual mail and casual all, mail. Of these, <laughs> all of these stores. I that sounds such a casual, casual mail XL Yo, and all these look, stores. Casual, are casual mail XL, look, casual mail and DXL will be oh look, will be making stuff just high for no reason. Because they for because they the only store that sells shit to big niggas. That's why yeah. they be like they know, casual they mail. Go, go, and no go and fucking TJ Maxx or Marshalls or AJ Wright or even or oh even fucking um like a uh, 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 um, what's the, the coat Burlington Coat Factory, and try to find a belt for a motherfucker that wears a three X or four X shirt, and see if you can find some shit that'll wrap around your waist. Good luck, nigga. <laughs> you fucking won't. And I was casual like, casual mail. I was like, there has to be somebody that sells belts besides Casual Mail XL. Deidre is about if it ain't that, already made one, she's about to make a porn site. She really oh, is. That Y'all don't think y'all understand that just took me out. Like, I don't know why. Like, she about to start an escort service. <laughs> but I'm deep- about to have, like I said, I'm gonna have a where I'm gonna have a, a email address, casualmail23 at gmail.com. Wow. <laughs> like D DX- this, this is about to be a username for something. Casual mail. <laughs> but they like like they up the prices. So DXL sells fucking belts for 50 bucks for one belt. It's fifty dollars. And I'm like well, this belt is going in everything. I'm going to use this belt to hang myself when I'm tired no. of living. This belt is going <laughs> no. out my pants. No, no, no. Look, wear that belt for everything. I wear everything. this belt till it breaks. Everything. They be like, Daddy, what you going to hit me with? This damn belt? Because I paid $50 for it 20 years ago. <laughs> this is the belt I'm wearing my kids out with. This is the belt I'm pulling trees over with outside. Like, I'm doing every. I'll use this belt to lift my car up. I'm using this belt for everything. And then I went, I was like, I am not going to DXL to buy another $50 belt because this belt is too wide for some of the rings on my pants or the, the loops. So I was like, I went to all these other places. Yeah, how wide was the belt? I ain't the never belt, had a belt it's, that was too wide for the It's for pretty, the... it was pretty wide. Like it was, it was definitely one of those thicker belts. At the time for the pants I brought, it was perfect, but I have other pants that have smaller loops. So it's not perfect. So I was like, damn it, I got to get another belt for the other pants. I went to Walmart, nigga. These motherfuckers had a whole golden display of belts in all sizes. Belts is $12. I was like, yes! I might buy like five. I might buy a belt for every pair of pants that I have, and I'll never have to take the belt out of the rigs again. Then I went online, and I looked up belts. I was like, what do white people wear when they're looking for belts? I found a belt that is $35, but it's like this specialty clip, like new it's like the um, it's like the ergonomics belt for what white people who want to for people who white people who want to save the planet and fix their back type belt. Oh lord! And that's the base price. The base price is for you to get the regular version of this belt. It's thirty five bucks. The enhanced great white privilege version is like a smooth sixty dollars, and it just has it doesn't even have a buckle. It's like a snap lacing thing. It, I don't know, man. That shit. I was like, this is what white people do for belts. This is what they use in they in they dockers. This is what they use in they fucking dockers. 
Doctor. 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 How you gonna sell pants for fat people but not belts to hold them up? I don't understand that. <laughs> Who is doing your distribution? Who is deciding what goes in stores and what doesn't? It's not, it's not a big person. It's right. not. It clearly isn't. It's some small person that'll be like, well, maybe if they hold their pants up and walk around, they'll lose some weight. Ha ha ha. I'm like, fuck you. I need a belt. Like, because, like, you know, women complain. Big women play little big men. We had the same problems. Oh gosh! There's only two stores you can go to, <laughs> and they only cater to the white person, the white big man. You go, I can find like flannel. Man. I can find and plaid shirts. I can find about size. White people are different when they get big. Like you see, big white men, they get they have little skinny <laughs> legs and big ass bellies. Like that's not the same as a black person. Black person, they got you got. Big thick thighs, or you got thick arms, or your chest is thick. You're just big, nigga. You're a big, nigga. And then, <laughs> you can't squeeze me in those little ass pants. That's not gonna work. I don't understand. You can't do that. And I don't want to look like these other big modeling niggas where everything is a perfect fucking fit, and I have to adjust my balls to the corner crevice because that's where they're supposed to sit at. Because no. it's tight everywhere. I don't like. I like to breathe. You know, I wear hoodies and sweatpants. So I like my pants to be able to breathe. I want to breathe in them. I want them to breathe on me. You know that I don't. I don't want to walk around looking like I just finished the shoot. And if I and if I <laughs> exhale, I'm gonna burst a button and kill somebody. Like I don't want to do that. Oh, so funny. It's just not fair how y'all treat fat people. It's not fair. It's not, <laughs> y'all sell. Y'all give us all this food, and then y'all will give us no clothes to put on, so we come get the food. I understand. <laughs> It's not right. That's his rationale, man. That's oh, so great. It's man. not right. <laughs> Don't make no sense. Here, here's an extra large pizza, but we're not gonna give you a shirt to put on. We start making shirts that extra large too. What the fuck? <laughs> Can't fit my chest in no extra large shirt. What is this? And while you say all of this, KFC is on my TV screen. <laughs> Look at this. With chicken selling, and waffles. Selling what? fucking calories to fat people so you can sell us all these calories but you can't sell me a belt to hold in my pants that shit is ridiculous <laughs> don't be acting it takes more material to make fat clothes it takes more chicken to feed us too but you don't have a problem doing KFC <laughs> commercials <laughs> I don't fucking understand man it's, it's bullshit <laughs> oh man can't bring me to you can't just expect you see people too many people watch 600 pound life and they think that fat people just wear the same shit every day no nigga i like a little nuance in my wardrobe like i want to be able to switch it up a little bit oh what's brandon gonna wear today another one of the polo shirts because he finally found one store that sells 3x polo shirts and they're actually comfortable so he brought five he brought five and they all different colors well actually two of them are the same color because he ran out of colors again they only had three colors (laughs) (laughs) come on bro what the fuck that shit ain't right. That shit ain't right. All these big people in the world, you got extra small everything. You got 50 different varieties of extra small t-shirts. What dude walking around here breathing on this earth deserves to be living wearing a fucking extra small shirt? That's not a man. That's an accident. That's not a man. 
This is an accident. <laughs> That's a child. That's what that is. Two percent body fat, perfect BMI, motherfucker. Like <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't real. God, this shit ain't real, dog. Shit pisses me off. Walk into a store, be like, "That's a cool shirt design." Oh, you stop making them in two X, huh? Guess you could blow that design up bigger, huh? Like maybe. <laughs> and the material is different. Don't think fat people don't know that the material is different for the four X shirts than the two X shirts. I know that shit. Walking out, be like, "Man, this shirt feels like silk." I'm gonna order this shit in two in a four X. Then when I get it, it's the fucking back of a chia pet. The fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Ever expanding fucking fabric? You got me. What is, oh my god! What is this? I can't even iron this. Iron this shit, and it catches on fire. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this shit'll never be straight. It's always gonna look wrinkly and sad. This is bullshit. Not sad. Then, of all of the fucking atrocities, once I do find a shirt that fits. You know what it does? It shrinks in the washer or it shrinks in the dryer. So what the fuck was the point of that? Now I can't even put the bitch on. I just look at it. I'd be like, man, that used to be nice on me. And now I can't wear the shit. I got folded up. It got it get the best folds. I fold it up perfectly and I put it in the drawer. Or I put I put I put it on a hanger. I, every big nigga, every big nigga out here got to have a section in their closet in their drawers of shit that one day you'll be able to wear. Oh, oh, everybody has. And they ain't even got to be big people. Like One day. You have, if it's not in your drawer, it's hanging in your closet. Yeah. has um, a tag on it. That, you, know, you know what it is. Like, you know the stuff. Uh, like, that, that outfit that you just waiting to wear, you hope yeah. that you lose weight until you before it go out of style. Yeah. Like, you just got, look. And the thing is, I don't know what it was. You felt good. It was a good day. You won't blow it or something. Like, you felt good when you tried it on. You're like, yeah, I look good. You get home, you put that shit on. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? It doesn't, you know what? It is right there. You know what? That's just, that's just, that's just mirror tricks, right? That's just mall mirrors. Like, goofy, that's just a clown mirror, some funny mirror shit, right? I, you know what's worse? When you have lost some weight and you didn't realize it, right? You lost a little bit of weight and you're like, man, I can fit a certain size shirt. So you go to the store. And you buy that size shirt and you're like, I'm buying like three of these and some pants and they fit. You wear them, fine. Maybe like two of them you didn't wear. You're like, I'm saving those for an occasion. And then like four months later, you realize that you're not losing weight anymore and you actually been gaining weight. So you go and you're like, finally, that occasion I've been waiting for. And you go, and you put the shirt on and you can't button it. And you're like, what the fuck? When I brought this shit, it fit. And now this shit don't fit. And now I still got tags on it. And I can't return it because it's past 90 days. This is bullshit. And it's just sitting in your closet. I got shirts from college. From college. <laughs> still have the tags. It still, still got tags. Ashley, what time? Ashley said, why you got all them G's? I said, because once my thighs get unfat, then I can put those G's back on. And walk around here with these fucking Ubaku thighs. And I can't fit in those jeans. Oh, one God. day, I saw, I saw the one day um, jeans. The the, I saw that article about the thighs. I didn't know that was a serious thing. I'm gonna tell you Wednesday. the most. I'm gonna tell you the most depressing. The the shit that depressed me the most when I was like, I am too damn fat. <laughs> was when I had Loot Crate. Loot Crate used to send out, you know, send out shirt or whatever, and the shirts was up. I mean, you pick your shirt size. Three X's seem to be very popular. 
with Loot Crate because they don't even sell that Loot Crate anymore. You can't even get a Loot Crate that'll give you a 3X shirt. There's so many 3X shirt wearing niggas out here in the world that they can't <laughs> supply them all. You're running out of fabric. And I was like, they started sending socks. And I was like, oh man, they're sending socks. Why I can't pull the socks up? The socks are made for small leg fat people. Not what? Thick, not thick ankle, heavy calf niggas. Like you know when you get a church socks, it it, it can it can like stretch. These socks don't stretch at all. They are constricted in life. You got to have a slim fucking ankle to put these socks on. Like like I had a pair of Daredevil socks and they they just they went from Daredevil to I dare you. <laughs> I put the fucking socks on to save my yeah. life. Yeah, you can't like there's certain I know like you know like stance socks and stuff like that. You just can't wear those, man. Can't wear them if, if it looked like. And I was like, I thought because like, somebody looked at my calves, I was like, dude, these jokes like, like I can do calf raises. I can calf raise you in these motherfuckers. These shit got muscle. I don't know what they, I don't know how you walk with your calves. That's great, but your socks can go all the way up to your knees. I got knee socks that ain't going above these calves. I just, just ain't. I ain't never had a pair of socks fall down. Like when I hear you talk, <laughs> my socks fell down. I'm like, what they the? They were f-? struggling to stay up, and they're like, like, "Fuck this shit." You ever like, seen that? Yeah. You ever seen a motherfucking a dingy pair of socks that just can't stay up? Like they're in a wrinkled ass ball over top of their shoe. How you do that? How you get your fucking socks to fall down? Because my socks, they always at attention. They are at attention. <laughs> they are saluting the flag, nigga. They are hugging my skin. They, they they like nigga don't leave us. We'll always they like nigga will always be with you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you and us shall never part. I'm like as socks, bro. Duh, duh, man. You can see the whole. You see the. You see every design when you take that sock off. All the imprint, bro. And I and, and, and I'm not Nike, even. You got a check sign in there. Like, I even got. I have fluid in one of my legs. Like when I went and got checked out, the lady was like, "Everything is fine on you. Like your heart, your kidneys, all that straight. You do have a little fluid in this leg, like a very little bit. I know I do because when I put fucking socks on, they're like fingerprints. They leave a full imprint in my leg. Like it just like one part of my leg is the normal size and the part where the sock started, that shit is like three centimeters smaller in diameter than the rest of my leg because the sock's been hugging me so long all day. I gotta wait for the fluid to puff my leg back out. <laughs> this ain't what my leg knows it's supposed to look like. But then I see a motherfucker walking and his socks are just falling. They're the saddest goddamn weeping willow socks I've ever seen. They ain't never been up. Motherfucker, I've seen a motherfucker that has suspenders on his pants connected to his socks to keep them up. No. Nigga. No. What in the world? No. I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm telling you they exist. I've seen them shits. <laughs> what in the world? Suspenders for the socks. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's gotta be a white thing. You knew it was. Mm-hmm. Alright, so um, yeah, we're gonna actually wrap this up, but before we um get out of here, I uh, um I went on a very long rant about clothes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do I do want to really really quickly clarify something because this is I've had to deal with a bunch of ashy niggas today on social oh, media Lord. over this one, and 
typically I keep my nose like dry when it comes to Twitter politics and Facebook politics and discussions about, you know, like not discussions, but basically tone deaf ass conversations about stuff that people just should know better, know better, do better type shit. But they don't. No, they don't. But this fucking Cardi B situation about her drugging niggas when she was a stripper to rob them being compared to niggas drugging women to rape them is the biggest thing y'all niggas are niggas talking about us have plot holes you niggas are walking (laughs) plot holes y'all don't make any fucking sense because somebody used drugs to do something you immediately assume rape like fuck no and let's establish something from jump the music industry has been drugging and robbing artists for decades so don't act like cardi b did some new shit y'all know better than to leave your fucking wallet on the nightstand when you cheating on your wife and you out here fucking these strippers and getting turned a trick that ain't no new shit but niggas acting, niggas want to tear her, tear her down any way possible. There is no comparison between robbery and rape other than they're both criminal acts. Rape is in its own fucking genre, room, country of criminality. It's not the fucking same. Rick Ross singing about drugging women to make fucking them easier is not the same as Cardi B stealing money out the wallet of a trick. That's not the fucking same. It's not. And what I find even more egregious about this conversation is that the niggas that's trying to fuck her don't have no respect for her anyway. They walk that's in that all they want to do. Exactly. They walk in that strip club and they see a hoe. They see a hoe that they can fuck. And you know what she sees? A hoe. That she can fuck. And I don't see what the problem is. I really don't. I'm not saying that Robin is right. But you know what else I'm not saying? It's right. Walking into fucking strip clubs looking for a fucking hoe to fuck. But that's what dog shit ass niggas do. That's what they fucking do. And she was in a situation where basically she's being objectified. It's fucking sexist. It's misogynistic. And niggas are literally throwing money at her for shaking her ass. And then after that, they want to try to fuck her because niggas is dogs. Okay. She looked at it the way it was. I'm going to drug this nigga when he fall asleep. I'm going to take his money. I'm going to take his iPhone. I'm going to take his watch. Bet you he won't be so up to turn a trick next time. No. Like, it's and not I, right. Even when, but... she, when they said, like, I remember, you know, we talked about it earlier when she was like, um, you know, like she gets them twisted, and I was like, "Oh, you mean they get drunk?" Like, what? That that still nothing. Nothing is on the level of being sexually assaulted. No. And I saw somebody even in Facebook. I read the thread, unfortunately, and somebody said, "I can't remember who," but it was like, "Well, you know, I've been, you know, because they took it to the next." level of robbery like somebody breaking into your house or whatever and with a gun and all that stuff and he was like it like he tried to do the whole like it's it's comparable to that because i've talked to my friends who 
have been sexually assaulted. So even though I have not, like I've heard from them and I know that it's the same. And I read that and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, I, like I have my, I've had stuff stolen from me. It's never gotten to the level of like, I've been like held up at gunpoint, but you know, I've been sexually assaulted before and it is absolutely Dude. 4 million thousand percent different. Like you can't even fathom. And then for you to even get second, third hand information from somebody and still try to compare it. Like I was just disgusted. See, see it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It's not as prevalent when it happens to guys as it is to women because you know we all know sexual assault happens to guys right so when it doesn't happen to you you're trying to find something that's akin to it because mm-hmm. you don't know what it is because you don't experience it so either you're going to try to find something akin to it to try to explain to help you out or you can do a lot of these these dudes doing you trying to find something that's akin to it so that you can look at somebody and be like see it ain't that much of a big deal get over it other this happens to other people all the time you know what I mean? So then when you look at something like this and you be like, oh, she drugged and she robbed them. I looked at it as like, that ain't right. It's robbery, though. And yeah. then people like, it's sexual assault? I'm like, no, that's not sexual assault. It's not close to sexual assault. It's not close to drugging and, and raping somebody. It's not rape. If it was rape, it would be rape. Like, mm-hmm. we, we give, words have meanings. This is why, it's, that's why it has different stuff. So for guys to sit there and they just saw, guys saw the drugging part and was like, well, that's close enough because they don't like when we drug when we drug them. So, but when they drug us, it's fine. And they just going off on it. And every time I see a dude like talking about it or defending it, then I'm like, I feel like you drug women. Yeah. You're now trying to find. You're now trying to say like, see, 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 I ain't the only one. You know. Mm-hmm. And even if you are like, why is that good? That's like saying, like, if I saw another murderer and be like, hey, man, what, see, somebody else murdered? See, I murdered too. No, you still wrong. But it's like, <laughs> like to be even... Be, even like, if somebody else did something wrong, it doesn't make your wrong now right. No. At all. But it but establishes these aren't a even, ground. These aren't even the same things. These it aren't is, even close to being It establishes the same. a ground, dog. Like, it really does draw a separation between the way women commit crimes and the way dudes commit crimes. And I'm not saying that women don't rape men. That happens. Women absolutely do rape men. A lot of a lot of young men out here were raped when they were kids by women, and they don't even realize it. They just thought it was some rights of passage, lose your virginity bullshit. But that's a whole other conversation. I'm not even going into that. When I say that it draws a line down the middle, what I'm saying is that look what women do with drugs. Look, look what women do when given the opportunity to drug a man, and look what men do when given the opportunity to drug a woman. Men specifically are drugging women to fucking rape them. Women, Cardi B in her situation, is drugging men to take shit from them, to take money because what she needs is money. She's not sticking the nigga up with a weapon. She's not stabbing the nigga. She's knocking him out so that she can cleanly take his money and get the fuck out of there before he wakes up and realizes what happened. She's not even stealing kidneys and leaving niggas in ice baths, okay? But niggas are taking the ability of what a drug can be used as a tool for and using it to rape women. So if you're going to compare an armed robbery and you're saying that you suffer from the scars left on you from having a gun stuck in your face and having life pass before your eyes and that being a traumatic event, I completely understand that. That makes sense. That can give you PTSD. I fully understand it. It can linger with you 20 years later. But are you saying that 
that situation is compared to, let's say, a woman having a gun stuck in her face and being forced into a car and then raked at gunpoint. Would you say right. that that's the same? Would you say that those are now the same situations? Because not only does she have the trauma of having a gun stuck in her face, but now she has the trauma of also being physically violated inside herself. Yes. Are you saying that that's the same? Yeah. Because it's and not. It's not the, the fucking same. Some of them to get pregnant, they have to deal with the fact that they're having a baby by somebody who raped them. Like it's just so many levels of being sexually assaulted that they. People just could not fathom. Like a nigga stole you, your iPhone, you, okay? Yeah, but when you even have the trauma, like you got the trauma of of, of having somebody, like you said, we can use your example, somebody having a gun put up on them. You know what I mean? That's traumatic as fuck, right? But now you got the woman who has the trauma of that, and now the sexual assault. So now, even if you can get past, because you know, like I might not be triggered. I might when I, you know, I might be triggered when I see a gun or anything like that. But now, for a woman, it's like I'm triggered whenever I see a man. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. triggered whenever I see a man of that same size. I'm mm-hmm. triggered whenever I try to do a normal thing, like be intimate with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm triggered when it comes to normal things like sex and when to have sex and stuff like that. I'm I'm triggered by that. I'm I'm you know it's, it's just so, so many, many. There's so many levels that I'm not even at, you know adept enough to even go into that show that there's levels to this you know what i mean nobody say your trauma ain't worth nothing it's just levels to this and it's so easy to just acknowledge that but why are you trying to want and and, and to, for me i see it as like this one-up thing or this or me like you trying to put yourself in a me too situation me too i felt trauma before like yeah i, I understand that but it's not the same trauma it's not the same trauma. It's trauma, but it's not the same trauma. A vet does not experience this, does not experience the same trauma as a rape victim. They both experience traumas, their own traumas that manifest themselves whichever way that they do for that person. But it's not the same, right? You don't feel like phantom assault like women feel. You don't mm-hmm. feel something's wrong with your insides. You don't leave scarring. You might not contract a sexual disease from this. You know, you don't have those type of nightmares where you're bared down and can't be free you don't still smell that person on top of you you don't like that stuff triggers you scents now trigger you sounds now trigger you and like like sounds of people maybe like doors closing and stuff like that or people walking behind you shit like that and i'm not saying the marines don't experience sound triggering stuff too they do but this whole me too movement shit that that dudes try to get behind and in this case with this cardi b situation of well bill cosby did it and she's doing the same shit. No, nigga, it's not the fucking same. And it's even absolutely not. And even from the bare line, nigga, the fact that you niggas are now acting like y'all are upset at her for doing some shit that y'all know strippers be doing when y'all get out here and flagrantly be trying to fuck them because you just a fuck nigga and they know that they can take advantage of that situation, which is exactly what they be trying to do. And y'all know they trying to do it. This ain't no different than the fucking niggas flying women out to fuck them. It's the same shit. Y'all leave. Instead of you leaving the money on the nightstand, she's taking it out your fucking wallet. You know, that's a possibility. Instead of it, 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 y'all niggas getting upset knowing that niggas do this, but niggas have been rapping about doing the most violent shit to people since rap began and raping women has been a big fucking part of that so for y'all to now act like this is egregious 
for a female rapper. She's not even rapping about doing this. This was something that she said she did in her past when she was struggling with to fight to get money and was a stripper. It wasn't some shit that she was in a song bragging about. And then there was the she was proud of. Right. You know? She's not proud of it. She's made multiple statements saying that this is what I had to do. And that when I was in that situation, I'm in a different situation now. And then somebody was like, well, she used to use transgender men to rape dudes too. See that wording, the way you worded that, you need to right. check that. Because yeah. when you say that she used transgender transgender people to rape men that she drugged what they're going to assume is that a woman a dude in drag with a dick she brought them in the room to fuck unconscious niggas in the ass and that's not mm -hmm. what she said she did what she said she did and she specifically laid it out what she did which cardi b sometimes talks way too much but she specifically said what she did so i believe this is what she did she said that if a nigga she was with cheated on her what she would do was she would get him twisted. Not drugged. She didn't say drugged. drugged. She said twisted. She said they would get twisted and then they would have a threesome. And the dude didn't know while he was twisted that the person sucking his dick was transgender. She never said that the person he was fucking was transgender. She never said that the person fucking him was transgender. She said the person sucking his dick was transgender and he probably didn't know the person was transgender at the time because he was twisted. So then when he was not twisted anymore, she'd be like, yeah, nigga, a transgender person sucked your dick. Now that Which to me- still wrong. It's like, absolutely, it's wrong on so many levels. agree with that. Like, it's absolutely wrong. I mean, Patty's never right a no, lot of times. It's, not, <laughs> it's beyond it's petty. It's not right at all. It's beyond but, petty though, because she's making a statement about transgender people too, and it feeds into homophobia. That's a really, that's really fucking problematic. That's really bad. That doesn't, that doesn't help that community at all. But that's not drugging people and raping them. This it's not this that's it's absolutely not. It's not drugging people and raping them. So I don't condone her doing any of this shit. But what y'all not gonna do is act like this is the same shit that Bill Cosby or R. Kelly or Michael Jackson or anybody who uses drugs to sexually assault people that she's now on their level and we should this is a me too thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, she ain't no stripper Harvey Weinstein. I don't know what the fuck y'all even talking about. But this is just another way for niggas to tear down Cardi B because they don't like the fact that not only Cardi B, but there's a huge movement in hip hop right now for women that are con that are sick of y'all shit and don't need niggas to be successful. They are successful in their own right. They talk their own shit in their own right. And there's no dude writing their lyrics or speaking for them or telling them how they should sound. There's nobody behind the Foxy Browns or the Little Kims or the Nicki Minaj's here. This is these women. It's their voices. They're saying how they feel. They're talking how they talk. They're getting their money at their own accord. They're working with each other. And niggas hate that shit. They hate to see women take back the power that men had over them into their own hands and use it to get a come up. And the funny thing is, it's a lot of those same women that have said the same things Cardi B said in a rap. And they had no problem with it. Nope. Women have been, women who turn tricks, that has always been a method of mode. That's not a new thing for them to be like, I'm going to get this, we're going to get this nigga for his watch and his money. This is why we yeah. twerking in front of him. We're going to hypnotize him with the ass and the pussy. 
We might even let him fuck. But once he go to sleep, we gonna get his ass. Niggas Absolutely. run around here. Niggas run around here talking about marks. I'm a mark. I'm a mark. They looking at you like you a mark. Y'all been known this. I don't find, I don't see how this is how is this a problem? But niggas still calling themselves pimps is okay. Pimping is literally sex trafficking. <laughs> it's literally fucking sex trafficking. It's not madam type. It's it's not that type of environment. It's not a madam or a brothel type of environment. Pimping is sex trafficking. Uh. And y'all don't have no problem with niggas talking about how they be out here pimping. Sex trafficking and and, and abuse. <laughs> fucking abuse. So now nah, fuck y'all, fuck y'all for being ashy ass niggas. Because y'all mm-hmm. need to find a way to to cancel this, to cancel Cardi B. Mm-hmm. That nah, bro, nah, that ain't it. All the I've been listening to rap for thirty years, nigga. This is not the, big. Dmx literally said, "If you got a daughter over fifteen, I'm a raper, so he a pedophile." R. Kelly been a pedophile since the beginning. Biggie said he had a nigga that'll fuck kids in the ass and throw them over the bridge. Like, bruh, I'm not. No, no, nah. This ain't it, bruh. Jay had girls running drugs for him. Mm-hmm. This ain't it, bruh. This is not the. This is not the the line that's gonna break the camel's back for me. That's it. I can't do it anymore. It's too egregious. Cardi B was stealing money from niggas trying to fuck her. Mm. that probably shouldn't have been out there trying to fuck her anyway niggas want to take her on a date niggas was like what that ass doing private you know niggas show their 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 fucking feathers niggas go into strip clubs and throw money at women like y'all pay $20 for a dance they been robbing you what? <laughs> Just the whole concept. They've been robbing you. You ain't in there for the chicken wings. The fuck out of here, bruh. And I'm, it's not right. It's not right that she drug niggas and took money out of their wallet and took their phones and shit. But it is a lesser of evil. It's too evil to right. Like, it's, it literally is. Like, if you go party in hell. Even open their mouth to even. Just even try to compare the two things. If you go party in hell and get burned, you can't come back crying, dog. I'm sorry. You went up in a strip club with the intention to try to fuck one of these hoes because you don't respect them anyway. And since you had that mentality, they're going to treat you the same. Yeah, you might get some pussy. And you're going to pay for it. So... That I'm sorry, this this ain't this this ain't the hill, dog. This ain't the hill that I'm about to fucking lay my black line, my black death on. Uh uh-uh. uh. Plus, her next song probably gonna be fire anyway. So this is an effortless. <laughs> y'all trying to take down Cardi B has proven over and over again to be an effortless affair. That woman got a smart team. She's not stupid. She's actually genuine. She's honest. And people love her for it, and she's winning for it, and I hope to continue to see her floss mm-hmm. all over y'all's ashy-ass tears. <laughs> she can pussy pop in front of all y'all with her bag. God 
Damn. Unbothered. I can't believe this was a conversation that actually needed to be had. Niggas look for every opportunity to bitch about some shit. Every. Every opportunity. I'm like, are y'all happy anytime? Like, at all? I just want to speak to the women as well. How do you do it? How do you deal with you know he like this? If he if he this stupid in public, he got to be a fucking moron in private. They either dumb as fuck themselves, or they be like, oh, his dick good. I'll I'll just tune him out. Hey, more power to you, stroking all, but y'all some brave souls for fucking with some of these dumbass niggas. These some these, these some failure ass niggas. Mama ain't raised really no fool in a room full of fools. All right, nigga. But yeah, that's that's all I want. Like the Cardi the Cardi situation is straightforward. It's not drugging and robbing niggas is robbing niggas is not the same as drugging and raping people. It's not the fucking same. Because drugs were used. Y'all niggas drug I said this to Ashley today, and she was like, You right though. Y'all niggas drug your kids. That don't mean you raping them, right? Right. Niggas will be like, yo, give them give them a little NyQuil. He'll go to sleep. Rub Put a some, little Benadryl in the, in the bottle. Put some rum on his gums. It helped the babies. Mm-hmm. Y'all out here drugging your kids. You getting your kids twisted. That don't mean you're raping them, right? <laughs> All right. That's what I thought. Room full of mm-hmm. silent, ashy niggas. You can hear the ash fall. <laughs> niggas ain't saying nothing now. Oh, yeah. I do give them a little rubber toss to rub some Vicks on their chest. Help them go to sleep. Put some Alka-Seltz in their ginger ale, you know. <laughs> I ain't raping them or nothing. You know, I'm just trying, just trying to help them go to sleep, so I can get some quiet time. Play some, play some modern warfare, some Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Got a raid tonight. Hmm. All right. You look so funny. All right. Okay, y'all. We're gonna get the fuck up out of here and uh, appreciate y'all for listening. Be looking for the reviews for Offset and Two Chains, and make sure you go to endgame.mtrnetwork.net purchase some tickets for the live event in DC and you can also get tickets if you're in LA for the live event in LA that is going down the same weekend times for that are on the website so yeah if you're on the west coast you'll be able to uh, go and Shannon will be there my boy Lance will be there they're hosting that event and that was another black privately rented theater that you can go with some other people of color and you know have full-on nerdgasms over three hours and three minutes of Avengers Endgame, and then y'all can all hug it out. And I think they're going out for drinks or something afterwards, so that's what's up. Go do that, too. If you're in L.A., go check it out. Endgame.mtrnetwork.net If you're in D.C., I hope to see y'all at the live show. Ashley is making gift bags, little little treat bags for people. Is she? She is, yes, because Ashley is Ashley, so She's so great. She's like, I gotta go to Costco's to get my get my treat bag stuff. She's gonna make like a hundred treat bags, dog. Like she's really She's such a teacher. <laughs> she's really on this. This is her first thought. So yeah. All right, man. Oh, and um our review of us is up at mtrnetwork.net. We'll also have a review of we talked about it earlier, but Pet Cemetery next week. We'll have a review of Little since I got to see that early, <clears throat> three weeks early. And we'll have a review of Dumbo, which is going up tomorrow. I saw I saw Shazam already, so we'll have a review of that. And yeah, we got a lot of movie reviews coming. So 
Make sure you go to mtrnetwork.net for that. And make sure you go to MTR Network as well to get the tickets. Tickets are 15 bucks. See y'all at the movie. Then see y'all at the live show. Where's my 40 acres? Where's my 40 acres.com? Teas are on sale. There's a specialty on the site on sale. And that is go to the website, where's my 40 acres.com and click the store link and you'll see what's there. So copy some gear and shout out to everybody who has new, who is new to premium 40. Thank y'all very much. Um, we've had a lot of people subscribe over Yay! the last two months. Uh, it's the, the I'm, I'm hoping that it's the, the Netflix show reviews and the movie reviews we've been trying to crank out and the, the hoodables that I've been reading that have just brought people back to premium. I hope y'all are happy. If there's something else y'all want for premium, let us know. We'll try to make it happen. But I think right now, the next thing that's going to be on the menu is me and Twan discussing Pet Cemetery old versus Pet Cemetery new next week. So nigga, go see the movie. Don't, don't fuck around. Yeah, man. I'm about to watch that. Yeah. Every time you, every time you say Pet Cemetery, I keep thinking Tierra Wack. All dogs go to heaven. Yo, I, I can't. I'm not. I'm gonna wait to fully speak on Little when we do our review. But I just gotta say this. I love that they let Issa Rae or whoever her team is do the soundtrack for Little. They they, they had some Licky La. They had some Tierra Whack. They had some No Ooh. Name. The soundtrack was phenomenal. Oh, wonderful. Movie. So yeah, uh, I think y'all will very really really enjoy Little. But until then, be checking that for the review, and we'll holler at y'all next time. Where's my 40 Acres podcast? Where's my 40 Acres.com? At WM40A on Twitter. We're out. Peace.